are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. This is my favorite chapter, and today we're reading my favorite verses. Romans 10 and 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, I've been a Christian 36 years plus. The night I was saved, I knew I was saved. But now listen very carefully to what I'm going to say. I confess that I did not know how I was saved. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. God knew my heart, and God looks upon the heart. Now, when the minister read to me John 3.16, and asked me if I believed that verse of Scripture, I said, I do. He said, yes. You believe with the head. You've always believed. You're not an atheist. He knew my dad, he knew my family, he knew my sister who was a dedicated Christian. And he said, you're not an atheist, you believe with the intellect. And then he proceeded to explain to me that God deals with the heart and he tried to explain to me trust. And he asked me if I would, with all of my heart, with all of my understanding, with all of my strength, with all of my ability, would I trust Jesus? And I said, I will. And he put out his hand, and I gripped his hand, he gripped my hand, and he prayed for me. Then that night when I went home, I prayed, and I talked to the Lord as best I could, and God saved me that night. God saved me when I said to the minister, I will, I'll trust Jesus with all of my heart, with all of my understanding, with all of my ability. I did trust him. But really, I did not know how I was saved. Now, some nights later, some nights later in a revival, I went into the prayer room, and the minister sat down and explained these verses to those who came in for prayer. I did not go in for prayer. I went in to listen because I knew, I knew in my heart that I was a child of God. But I didn't know how. Now, these are the verses that brought blessed assurance to my heart, assurance that I have never doubted. That is, I've been saved these many years, and I've never one time doubted that God saved me that night. When the minister said, will you trust Jesus with all of your ability, with all of your heart, with all of your understanding, will you trust Jesus? I said, I will. And I did. And God saved me. Now listen, let me show you. That if thou, that's Oliver Green, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, that's number one, shalt believe in thine heart, that's number two, believe that God raised him from the dead, then the results, thou shalt be saved. Then the explanation with the heart, not with the intellect, but with the heart. Man believeth unto righteousness, now watch this, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
Now let's go back to the beginning. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth. Now what does that mean? That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. It means that first of all, to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you must hear about Jesus. Now what do I mean by that? Jesus said, Verily, verily, I send you he that heareth my word. He that heareth my word. Paul said in this same chapter, and we'll read it later, Whosoever shall call upon him, Lord, shall be saved. Then he asked, How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe? Till they hear, how shall they hear without a preacher? Now you see, God sent Jesus. He set forth Jesus. Jesus was set forth. He was sent. He came to declare God. He declared God is love. God is long-suffering. And so on. So Jesus made the declaration. He said to Nicodemus, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, Jesus spoke the words that declared God's love for all men. Now, first of all, and I've said this several times recently on the radio, you must think right about Jesus before you can believe unto salvation. You must know in your mind that such a person lived and the only way in the world you can know that is to hear the Word of God, believe the Word of God, because this Bible is the only book that tells us about the birth of Jesus and the only book that we can depend upon to tell us about not only His birth, but His life, His death, His burial, resurrection, and all about it. So we must hear with the ear. We must believe with the mind that such a person lived. He is not a fictitious character. A real person named Jesus lived. He was born of the Virgin Mary. He was named Jesus by his foster father, Joseph, upon the instruction of God. Name him Jesus, he'll save his people from their sins. So, to confess with your mouth, Jesus, means that you have heard about Jesus. You believe there was a literal Jesus. You believe that he lived right here upon this earth. And you confess that I do believe that there was a baby born named Jesus, born of the virgin as the Bible declares, lived and was reared in a carpenter's shop as the Bible declares, that such a man appeared and John baptized him. And he went about teaching and preaching and working miracles and at last he was arrested and condemned and crucified. I believe that such a person lived. Alright. Now then, what else does it mean to confess with the mouth? It means not only to believe that such a person lived historically. Now I believe Columbus lived. I never saw him. But the history books tell me that a man named Columbus lived. And I believe George Washington lived. And I believe Abraham Lincoln lived. And so on. I never met any of these men. I just know what the history book tells me. But to confess Jesus with the mouth means more than confessing that the first president of the United States was George Washington. It means that you confess with your mouth that this man Jesus was more than a man. 
He was the God man. That is, God sent him. God sent him forth because God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. And God sent Jesus into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, we must believe in our mind that a man lived historically named Jesus, but that he was more than a man. He was not just a great teacher. He was not just a great preacher. Now, I believe Moody lived. Some of you folks, no doubt, listening to me today, no doubt you saw Moody and heard him in person. I think that's possible. Some of you heard Billy Sunday in person. I didn't. I didn't hear Billy Sunday. I didn't hear Moody. But these men lived. And they were great ministers. They were great evangelists. They were great Bible teachers. But they couldn't save anyone. Now to confess with your mouth, the Lord, that means deity, Jesus, the God-man, you must believe, not only historically, but you must believe spiritually. I mean by that, that he was more than a man. He was God in flesh. If Jesus was just a great teacher, if Jesus was just a great preacher, then he can't save you. He needed a Savior. The Savior must of divine necessity be holy, righteous, blameless, and untouched by sin and iniquity in any shape, form, or fashion because God cannot accept any less than his own holiness, righteousness, God's character must be matched. That is, the holiness, the righteousness, the sinlessness of God must be matched by the substitute in order that God can be just and yet justify the ungodly, that is, the one who believes in the shed blood and the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now, the devils believe and tremble. The devils confessed many times, the demons, of course. There's, there is one devil, there are multiplied millions of demons. But when Jesus walked upon the face of this earth on more than one occasion, the demons said, we know who you are, thou art the Christ, thou art the Son of God, you're Jesus. So, in James 2.19, the demons believe and tremble. The demons confessed, but they're not saved. They're not saved. So, confessing... Jesus as Lord, or with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, goes deeper than mental belief, or believing in a historical person named Jesus. It means, and the only way in the world that you can believe this, now wait, the only way that you can believe this is to hear the Bible. Remember, the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And Christ is made unto us wisdom. So you do not have any wisdom and you do not have any knowledge until you hear God's Word. And when you hear the Word of God, and when the Word of God enters your mind and is allowed to go deeper than the mind, it will cause godly fear that worketh repentance. Now, the only possible way for any man to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, very God in flesh, the sinless one who took the sinner's place in order that God can be God and still save those who have rebelled against God. And the only way that can be is for the perfect substitute 
to take the sinner's place. And Jesus was that. So, we confess with our mouth that he was born of the virgin. He lived in the carpenter's shop. He was baptized by John the Baptist. He entered his public ministry. He taught. He worked miracles. He lived above sin. No man could put their finger on his life. At last he was arrested. He was condemned. And they had to hire false witnesses to lie about him. But they condemned him and they crucified him and buried him. And God raised him. Now all of this comes through hearing the word of God. In the beginning God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace, saving grace, and full of truth. The word of God is truth. Sanctify them through thy word, thy word is truth. So Jesus brought the word down to man. When we hear the word, believe the word, receive the word, then we are ready to confess with our mouth, with our lips, that Jesus indeed is the Christ. Indeed he did die that we might be saved. He lives to make intercession. And believing this, we put our trust in him. We simply say, Lord Jesus, save me. God be merciful to me, a sinner. I'm a sinner. I need mercy. God be merciful. And when we say that from the heart, believing with all of our heart that Jesus is everything the Bible declares he is, God saves us that instant, that very split second. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart. We must first believe mentally before we can believe with the heart. Now I mean by that you can't, the poor heathen can't believe on Jesus because they don't know anything about him. They've never heard of him. You can't believe, as I pointed out in verses 13, right on down, down, faith comes by hearing, verse 17, we'll study all these verses. But you cannot believe on Jesus until you hear about Jesus. And you cannot hear about Jesus until someone reads the word of God in your hearing and delivers the message of the gospel in your hearing. And then when you hear the word of God, then... You believe in your mind that such a person existed, then that belief goes deeper in trusting from the heart unto salvation. There are a lot of people who've walked down the aisle, they gave their hand to a minister, they said, I want to join your church, and he said, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? And they said, I do. And so does the devil, and so does the demons. But that doesn't mean the devil's saved and the demons are saved. And stating it with the lips does not mean you're saved. But believing it in the heart does mean you are saved. So we must trust. We must place our spirit, the inner man, our life, our very life in the hands of Jesus. And trust him to do for us what we know we cannot do for ourselves and what we know that no mortal can do for us. That is, forgive our sins and save our soul. Believe in the heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Now, that 
is a truth that I've tried to drive home to the hearts of the Gospel Hour listeners many, many times. I've preached on the resurrection, the bodily resurrection. I've preached on that subject. I've used scripture after scripture. And it seems almost like a waste of time to even go into it. And yet, I dare not pass over this statement lightly. Now, my friend, if the Son of God had come here into this world, if he had lived sinless, if he had worked all the miracles that he performed, if he had died the horrible death that he died on Calvary, and if they had taken his body, Joseph and Nicodemus, and they wrapped it in linen cloths and placed it in Joseph's new tomb, if that body had stayed in that tomb, the devil could walk up to the entrance of paradise and demand of God every spirit in paradise and plunge that spirit into hell. Because the salvation of Adam through the last human being saved before the consummation of all things from Adam to the last person born and saved, salvation depends upon the bodily resurrection of Jesus. The Bible clearly teaches if Jesus did not rise bodily, our preaching is vain, your faith is vain, you're still in your sins, and our loved ones have perished. Now let me ask you something. Can you remember an experience when you received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior? Can you remember an experience when you believed on Jesus as your personal Savior? You put your trust and your faith in Jesus and you said in your heart, down in your heart, I trust thee, Jesus, as my Savior. If you can't remember such an experience, I beg you, bow your head now and in your own words, ask Jesus to come into your heart and save you. Because if you have not trusted him in your heart, you're lost. Father, in the name of Jesus and for Jesus' sake, save many poor lost church members. May many now call upon thy name and put trust in the shed blood. We ask it for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, PreachTheBible.org. If you enjoy Christian music and programming, visit KNVBC.com for Christian music you can trust.